Welcome to Your Empowered Evolution, a podcast dedicated to women in midlife. I'm your host, Stephanie Mitchell. My hope is to help change the narrative around transitions we experience in our 40s and 50s. Perimenopause and menopause don't have to be a total pain. We may encounter challenges from time to time, but we can create our best lives by understanding the changes we are experiencing by putting a variety of practices into place. Let's choose to stay strong, to be mindful, and to live our most feisty life. You deserve it. Let's go, ladies. Hey, friends, and welcome. I'm so delighted you're here. This conversation I'm sharing with you today is between me and a friend named Tanya Renee Bray. We met in January of 2021 as we began a course together that was about a nine-week course, and we worked on a variety of different projects. Um, It's the course where my strong, mindful, feisty females over 40 uh, was birthed, if you will. And over the last 18 months, Tanya and I have worked together. We've held each other accountable and been accountability buddies. We've just supported each other on our journeys in our careers over the last year and a half. And it's just been a tremendous joy to work with her. In recent months, she has worked to become a human design consultant as well as a Dharma coach. So she's merging these two things together to do some amazing work. And she's coaching folks now on how to help them find what they are there to do. So finding their purpose, finding their Dharma, and she's using a tool called human design. And I'm going to let her describe it better uh, because it's her expertise. So enjoy the conversation today. I'll have all of her contact information in the show notes, but I hope you enjoy listening to what Tanya has to say. I think she has a lot of neat gifts and has just some great tools to share with us all. Take care and enjoy. All right. Hey, Tanya, I'm so excited. We're finally doing this together. Um, Yeah. Welcome. How's your day going? It's going great. How are you, Stephanie? I'm doing well. I'm excited to bring you to the listeners of the Your Empowered Evolution podcast. Um, For those that are listening today, I want to let you know that my friend Tanya Bray joins me and she lives on the West Coast. And we met at the beginning of what year are we in? 2022. We met at the beginning of 2021. We were in a program together where we were working on figuring out different programs and things we wanted to launch together. And we went through about a eight week program together. And it was a lot of fun. And we have kept in touch over the last year and we support one another. Uh, We meet every other week, either via text or um, via zoom and just kind of hold each other accountable to different projects we're working on. So Tanya has been a big help in many of the different things that I've done with regards to my business. And she's here today to talk with us about human design and her coaching practice. So Tanya, welcome again. I'm just going to turn this over to you and have you educate us on what human design is, how we can use it, and then how you apply it to the work that you do with coaching. Um, I think a lot of us, when we get to midlife, we might be talking about changing careers or kind of going through a time of where we're like, what are we here to do? And so I, I know that the process you have taken me through has been incredibly helpful. So I just can't wait for you to tell the listeners what you do. Awesome. Thank you. Um, it's really good to be here. Um, I always love having conversations with you. It's so fun. Especially over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I know. One day um, we're going to meet in person and we're not even going to know yeah, what to do with each other. It's I know. It'll be, be great. Like, oh my God, we wait. get to hug. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
um, human, I'm a certified Dharma and spiritual life coach and a certified integrative nutrition health coach, um, as well as a ski instructor. Um, (laughs) so I'm a person who likes to have many things going on, obviously, but, um, human design is something that ties everything together and it's one modality that I use in my coaching. Um, it's not the end all be all, but it is definitely something that can help inform us of how to operate in the world according to our design. And that means that we're living in a way that is in flow and that is for our body and for our mind and for our soul. Everything just works better for us if we follow our design. Right. So what human design is, I like to say it's astrology on steroids. (laughs) So, you know, if you've ever read the daily horoscope, it may or may not apply to you and it may or may not mean anything to you. Right. And the reason why is because that's based on only one tiny, tiny little aspect of your chart, which is where all the stars and planets were the moment that you were born. Mm -hmm. So it's just very interesting to think about that, you know, in that split second that you came out of the womb, the stars and the planets were aligned in such a way. And that affects who you are and how you are in the world. So I take that and use it in my coaching. And I did a reading for um, that was not a part of a coaching program. It was just a reading. Yeah. So I, I did a reading for you and um, we just went through all the different aspects of human design. And actually we did a 90 minute reading and honestly, it could be like three 90 minute readings to get through the entire chart. But how I like to use it is to give you the overview, find the things that really speak to you that you can work through and work on and then go deeper from there. Yeah. And I loved the reading for those that are new to this. So what I found out about myself through human design and Tanya can go into this, but I found out for myself that I am a manifesting generator. Um, and you can describe a little bit more about what that means. Sure. So there are, um, five types of, of, um, five types in the human design, um, scope. And one of them is manifesting generator. Mm -hmm. So it's a little hard to go into exactly what that means, you know, just saying manifesting generator, but basically means that you're someone who is an initiator and someone Mm -hmm. who also can then get the work done to make something happen. So the generator is another type and that's a person who can just really turn stuff out and really go for it. And that's what I am. Um, And then there's a manifester who is someone that just creates stuff. So you're kind of a mix of the two different Uh things. Which is really fun. And it made a lot of sense. And once I got my reading from Tanya, it was just fascinating to hear different things. And there's other aspects to the reading where we were able to go in and, and what I'll share with the listeners is I'm in a place where I'm in my career. I've had my business, Stephanie Mitchell fitness since 2013. And I love what I do. I'm not even lying. Um, there was a time between 2018 to the end of 2019, where I shut my business down because I was exhausted and needed some time for self-care. Um, and then I reopened at the beginning of the 
uh, beginning of 2020 and have been going hard since then. And I've in this time, I have taken time to kind of hone in on who I serve. And obviously that's the perimenopausal and menopausal community. But in the last few months, I've kind of been feeling this tug at my heart, like, okay, you want to be doing more and there's different things I've been trying out and nothing seems to be really sticking. And so I'm kind of at this crossroads where I'm figuring out, like, do I keep the business? Do I keep doing the personal training? I I love education. So I'm like, do I go back to school? Do I get a full-time job? So I'm really trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be right now. And I don't feel quote unquote out of alignment or anything like that. Like, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but for me, I'm trying to help support my family financial financially a little bit better. Um, and there's just different things. There's different goals that I have and I want to achieve. So I'm working through all of those things. So the work that I've done with Tanya and the questions that I've gotten through our work together have helped me take time to dig a little bit deeper as to what I really want to be doing. So it's really been fascinating. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's a really good point. Like you're not lost in the world. You're just looking for what's the right next step because you have so many ideas. And if you're someone who has a lot of ideas, but you can't figure out what to focus on human design can definitely help get you moving in the right direction. And so one of the things in um, human design is called strategy and it's your body's way of telling you yes or no. Mm -hmm. And when you approach a question and you come in listening to your body, just to make it oversimplified a little bit, you're basically listening to your body, not your head when you're making decisions and um, based on your design. And it's really, really hard for us to do that because we have been deconditioned right. from the moment that we come into this world and school and all the mm-hmm. things, the work, you know, everything is basically designed to make us be who we are not. And right. I mean, literally it's taking out the personality and programming us. Mm-hmm. So we no longer are able to make decisions that are correct for us because we're only using our head. We're using our head, no matter how it makes our body feel. And this can cause illness. It can cause depression. It can cause so many things. And I'm not saying that it's going to cure everything. But what I am saying is that when we hide our emotions and we stuff them down and we don't listen to our body, we're going against everything that we were meant to do. Yeah. And it's really hard to undo that. So right. when you make a shift like this with human design and you start to try to make decisions based on human design, it can actually be really difficult. And it's like working out. Um, like we talked about, it's like lifting weights. You try it on little small decisions. Like, am I going to have the hot chocolate or the coffee? Right. And you give it a try and you see what your body says. And then you yeah. just build from there until you're using that strategy in a real big decision in your life. Absolutely. And there was an episode I had a few weeks ago called learning to trust ourselves. And I think this really goes hand in hand with that. It's listening to your body. What is your body telling you about different things? Um, it was funny. My son had an experience recently where he went somewhere and he was kind of like, I don't know that I, I really want to go. Um, 
only because he was just kind of tired. He wasn't feeling great, but he was like, no, I said, I'd go. And I would, and I'm like, listen to what your body's telling you. And it was funny because he went to this, um, out one evening and he had the worst allergy attack. He kept running into walls, um, because he was just like, it was just like a series of like stupid little things happening. And I picked him up and he was just like, oh my God, like my head hurts. My allergies are bad. I kept running into things like just weird stuff kept happening. And I was like, earlier, you said you didn't want to go. You weren't feeling good. You weren't feeling that it was something you want to do today. I'm like, listen to the messages your body gives you. And this is one of those, like, this is what happened as a result of that. And so it was just funny. I'm like, learn to listen to your body. And, and it's just, it's really interesting. Um, and he just kind of was like, what are you talking about? But anyway, so we've been practicing that. And with my daughter too, you know, when she has decisions, different decisions she's making, I'm like, what does your body tell you? Are you excited about this? Do you feel like unsettled, unsure? Do you have the pit in your stomach? Listen to the signals your body gives you when making decisions and let that be your guide and not like what you think society or what your parents think you should be doing, you know? Um, right. And that's really and I, hard. It is hard because we can't discern the difference between the two. Right. And I've, I actually have a friend who recently knew she shouldn't be going to this party, but she was like, but I said I would go and I should go. And I just, I didn't, of course I don't say anything. It's like, right. it's your life. But it was just funny because from a human design perspective, I'm thinking your body is saying, I don't want to go, Yeah. but your head is saying I should go. So you're going and right. you know, it's just an interesting example it there, is. but it, it is hard all the for, time. It does. And it's because we can't discern the difference Yeah, because of our conditioning, yeah. because we think we should go or we should mm -hmm. do this thing. That is all conditioning when you hear that should. Totally. And, you know, the other thing about maybe going to a party or somewhere where we might be a little nervous, I, I always get a little anxiety before I go to an event where I have to meet people that mm -hmm. I don't know. I recently went to a, a women's networking event here with the chamber of commerce in the town that I'm staying in right now. And I didn't know anyone and I was really nervous about it, but there's that side. And then there's the body like, no, I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like jumping off a cliff, right? Yeah. I, I was cliff diving in um, El Salvador and everybody was jumping off a certain cliff and I walked up to it and my body was like, no, no, no way. <laughs> I couldn't force it. Yeah. So I went a little bit lower and then I was able to overcome that. And I really yeah. use that as a metaphor, like, okay, maybe this cliff is too high for me to jump off of right now. So I'm going to step down and jump off the smaller cliff. Mm -hmm. And then when my body's like, okay, now I'm ready for the bigger one. Cause that yeah. one wasn't so bad then you can go to the bigger cliff, but <laughs> totally, totally. So it's the, the human design work has been so helpful and you've given me many journal prompts, um, many things to think about. And I have to say, it's been really helpful. And, you know, for those listening, I, I don't have all the answers right now, and I'm not trying to have all the answers right now to what I'm supposed to do, but I'm taking the time. And, and one thing, you know, when we, when we ask ourselves big questions and we're, you know, trying to dig deep, it does take time. It's not going to happen when you want it to happen, it's not going to happen right away. It's going to happen over the course of time. And you have to allow for stillness and silence and space and, um, you know, it'll come in time. And so 
right now I'm continuing to do what I do with regards to work and, and trying to connect with women and teach them about perimenopause and menopause. And I'm having a ball doing it. Um, but you know, I am sitting down and trying to make time and space to ask myself harder questions about what the long game is and what's again, what Tanya said earlier, what's the next right step. So it's very yeah, exciting. for sure. Yeah. Mm. And that's so exciting. You know, it is fun. Um, Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know you're yeah. doing the same thing because you're working on your human design and coaching business. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I have been a coach almost my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly started out as a cycling coach and teaching mountain bike skills as a mountain bike coach. Um, so I started, I did my very first clinic in 1997. Wow. And to women. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And that was my life until it it became, that was a very small part of my life at the time because I Mm -hmm. wasn't um, a professional at the time um, racer. So I really worked full time until 2005 um, racing, teaching women how to mountain bike empowering other women to do the same and building different programs. I had women go through my program and start their own program. So it's just a really, really cool situation. I've learned a lot and grown a ton since then. I've had lots of different jobs and worked in the bike industry, outdoor industry, blah, blah, blah. And finally, I just decided I needed to do something creative and something that was more fulfilling in my life. Yeah. I have been working as a director at a medical device company and it was crushing my soul. Right. And I could have had many, many worse job situations, but it just wasn't for me. Right. And that's how I came to the program that we did together. And I mm-hmm. actually was getting into photography at the time and decided I've start, stopped and started photography probably five or six times in my entire life. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to do it this time. So I launched a photography business, did some photography, um, focusing on sports, outdoors, um, yoga. So I shot some yoga studio and some yoga instructors, and that was super fun. Um, and then it was funny because every time that I would talk about what I wanted to, what the essence of my photography business was, it always came back to coaching. And then I was like, so my photography session is going to be like a coaching session. And I got some advice, like, you know, people who need pictures aren't really looking for coaching necessarily, Mm -hmm. but I was looking at it through a different lens. Right. And I was looking at it as when I do a photo shoot with a woman, she is just exploring herself, totally being herself. She's taking everything off. Yeah figuratively taking everything off and just, you know, because you can pull that out as a photographer and it was just such a cool experience to me, but I couldn't figure out how to make it work as a coaching business because it was a really separate thing. And, um, as I looked into different types of photography, there's like the, you know, lingerie photography. And that was like super cool. I really looked into it, but it's not my, my deal. I need to be outside. Long way of saying that I'm still doing photography, but 
and I decided to get into coaching and I came across the Dharma and spiritual life coaching certification. And it just, I didn't even have to think about it. Mm. I mean, I saw it and literally I was like, that's me. That's what I'm doing. That's awesome. And because I'm always, because I'm a former professional athlete, um, always very concerned about health and nutrition and all this sort of stuff. I added the integrative nutrition health coach certification so that I had legitimacy in what I was saying, even though right. I feel like I'm way more of an expert than many people you'll meet in nutrition, just because of my years of being a pro endurance athlete, you learn a lot about food and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so that's kind of where I'm at today. I'm doing the, the coaching business and I offer lots of different styles or types of um, programs and courses. And then because I'm an outdoors person and I just can't stop myself, <laughs> <laughs> I'm also um, teaching skiing and going through the certifications there. And um, I'm going to be working with uh, Mammoth Mountain, which is a pretty big ski resort in California. It's the biggest ski resort in California to run two of their women's camps for the mm. next season. And I think it's just everything is a culmination of all the stuff that I've done in my life and put together and just being outside and having fun and helping women. So I'm just totally in my bliss zone right now. That is awesome. Well, congratulations. I'm really thrilled for you. Um, you'll have to keep us posted. Uh, so maybe a bunch of us East Coasters can come out to Mammoth and, and attend one of the weekends. Yes, I, it will totally be worth it. Believe me, we believe are going to put together a great package and Mammoth is a super cool place to ski because it's typically not very cold here. Um, because we're in California. So, yeah. <laughs> so but you managed to get a ton of snow. It's a um, Mammoth Mountain is a volcano and it's a little shorter than the mountains all around it. So yeah. it has this orographic effect, which means that all this weather just sits on top of that mountain and it can be sunshine in town and just absolutely dumping snow on the mountain. So it's a very interesting place. Um, and the mountain gets tons of snow. They have tons of snow up there and right outside my window, there's no snow. So, <laughs> wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so glad we got to chat today. I am just, I'm excited for the work that we'll continue to do together and congratulations on your coaching business using human design and the work from the Dharma Institute, right? Is it, am I saying that right? Is it the Dharma Institute? Yeah. Dharma coaching Institute, Dharma mm -hmm. coaching Institute with Sahara Rose. So, um, I, I will definitely in the show notes, put how we can reach you. Um, I will give the links to all your, you know, to your website and such, and with a little description about what you've got going on. And, um, but I'm just so grateful that you were here today with us. Thank you so much. And thanks for all that you teach me every time we're on the phone together. Uh, I learned so much from you too, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, it's definitely fun to have a, a West coaster that I get to check in with on the regular. So thank you yeah, again yeah, so much. Sure. Thank you, Stephanie. It was so great talking to you. Good talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to Your Empowered Evolution. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. If you ever wanted to reach out, feel free to email me at stephanie at stephaniemitchellfitness.com. 
You can also DM me on Instagram at Stephanie Mitchell Fitness. I'd love to stay connected. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening.